love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. FIT with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, Fitz? Everybody, Fitz happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. FIT with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play? This is the Fitz show. He says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, FIT with a Z, player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. We are live from the Fitz Show Radio Hub for Thursday, May 31st, 2018. Feels so weird to say that, May 31st. When's this month going to be over? Let me be the first to welcome you to our professional broadcast, everybody, and ladies and gentlemen, Oh my God, he hath been healed, brothers and sisters. Two days ago, his gallbladder blew up. Then he had a surgery. Now he's out. He's right in front of me. His name is Drew. Welcome back. There goes my perfect game. You know, finishing life with all your organs intact. Missed it. Nobody believes that you're going toward that perfect game, Drew. Everybody believes that you you put this on yourself whenever you're making fun of karma. The other day you said you didn't believe in karma, and then all of a sudden, gallbladder. Boom. Man, that's yeah. like a fortune cookie. You, you could have just guessed. You can't beat the game. <gasps> what? Did you, what, what did you just say again? I said it's like a fortune cookie. When a fortune cookie says good things are coming your way, that doesn't mean they know good things are coming. I can't believe you're can't. sitting there going against karma again. Right? Well, after how much worse could it get? <laughs> Oh, it could get a lot worse. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, write down the date. Write it down. He's doing it Um, again. I cannot believe after you had gallbladder surgery and you're throwing up everywhere and your gallbladder is blowing up like a Hawaiian volcano, shooting bile over the place. Ladies and gentlemen, right over there, his name is Tanner the Millennial. Well, I had something to say, but now I'm just worried because I live with Drew, and thankfully I wasn't home when this whole thing happened, and now I have to keep my eyes peeled. And ladies and gentlemen, representing the ladies today, her name is Bethany, the mouth from the south. Teenagers, don't try to lie to your moms. We are like FBI investigators. Bingo. Okay? We got all your stuff figured out. We know when and where you're chatting, Snapchat, secret snap. What We got it figured out. Just don't do it. Uh-huh. And there he is, all of him, 100% of a host, our host, The Fitz. I don't know, Drew. Let's, let's talk about the past day or two for you. I mean- you should know that a lot of people have been concerned about you. Our P ones, really yeah, our P ones are like, "Oh my God, is Drew going to be okay?" Um, I mean, do you want to kind of kick it off from the beginning, is it from your perspective? Yeah. So this is something that comes absolutely out of the blue. It's there's not a lot of lead up to it, although it does seem like some of the GERD and the problems I've been having very intermittently. Oh my GERD! We're leading up to this, <laughs> uh, but this started in the wee hours of the morning. I actually felt a little uneasy before going to bed but i thought it was just like you know a little gas or something wake up in the wee hour like one in the morning in devastating pain and turning myself inside out throwing up i thought it would pass but it just continued and continued for three hours now with that i understand there was like a fever attached to you had a fever too right i was yeah i was sweating like buckets i was i could not escape the toilet i even hopped in the shower and turned it on one time i was throwing up in the shower it was just awful constant nausea yeah Constant nausea, you said. Constant. Tanner, you're going to need to clean that up. <laughs> I love that. Ew. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. Like I just Did took a shower it? this well, morning. It's not like you really use that thing in, anyway, Tanner. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, but, okay, so constant nausea, constant pain. Yeah, and the difference from this over any other illness I'd had before is normally when you throw up, you get that little bit of relief, even if it's just for a little bit and you go lay down and then maybe yeah. the nausea comes back. No relief. It was just constant, nonstop, 
uh, nausea, throwing up, extreme dry heaving once I was empty. And that's when we knew we had to go to the hospital. Um, but hats off, amazing hospital staff. And literally, we got to the hospital at 4 a.m. They diagnosed me. They scheduled me for surgery. I had surgery, and I was home by 10 p.m. Did, they, did you hear wow. anybody say... We got a bleeder. <laughs> no, they said we got a puker. <laughs> I really don't remember much of it. The whole time I was there, I was in such pain and then so much mess. Anyway, thank you to all you know, all the medical staff. Medical technology continues to just amaze us all. We love you guys for for saving Drew. Doctors mm-hmm. and nurses, I'm telling you, yeah. after you go That's through right. something like that, you just feel so thankful. You know, for those yeah. people. You're right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we got a whole lot of show today. We have so much show you're not going to believe. Here comes Thursday. Let's go. This is The Fit Show. Fit happens live. And now... Here's my daddy. It's time for your... Why are you kidding me? Stories of the day. Ladies and gentlemen, what's up? What it is, what it is. I'm your What Are You Kidding Me anchorman. Of course, standing by with the news that did not make the news. like to welcome Drew back from massive gallbladder surgery back in our studio today. Man, just two days ago, he was down and out. Now he's up and at him. Yep. Can't hold a good man down. He was just getting cut open a few days ago. Yeah. And look at Tanner. He was just talking so much smack yesterday. Mm-hmm. Now, where, where's yeah, that Yeah, I was listening, Tanner. <laughs> well, Don't ladies and gentlemen, enough about your gallbladder. I got a job to do. <laughs> if you don't mind, I'm going to take you out of Vegas. Hey, we're live. Let's take a dive. A local news cameraman fell into a lake on Friday. <laughs> oh. A reporter, a reporter in Vegas was doing a segment from a kayak. Oh, that's great television. And the camera guy was walking along a dock. And then that is when he ate it. Uh, it's hard to tell exactly when he landed, uh, uh, but it, it was... Near, you know, it was in a paddle boat or the water. I don't know. So is this a, uh, so a case of a long walk off a short pier? Well, here's the... Yes, Drew, it was. <laughs> Welcome back, folks. But you got to give this guy props because he kept shooting the entire time. <gasps> yeah. Nice. Right? He kept that baby this? above water? I have exclusive what-are-you-kidding-me audio, ladies and gentlemen. We were talking to Captain Geo earlier. He said he's been out here for 20 years. He usually has his morning swim in... Whoa. Whoa. All right, folks. We just had a little water casualty, but Chris Banka, our photographer, is amazing. It's like a little submarine above the water. He's holding the camera out of it. It's like a periscope. (laughs) He is good. He is a professional, and he is hanging on, and we can tell the bosses that no electronics or cameras were injured in this live shot. John and Sharon. All right. On. Believable. Yeah, he's probably got to sign that thing out every morning. That's some, right. that's some great ad-lib skills on yeah. their part. Let's go to page two. What are you kidding me? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to take you out of the unbelievable medical community of India where the sun don't shine. You guys, there's a report right now about a 26-year-old gentleman in New Delhi, India who recently went to the hospital with a six-inch handheld shower head stuck where the sun don't shine. Oh, no. That's got to hurt. He said he told the doctors that wound up there when he, quote, accidentally slipped. Oh, okay, buddy. I'm confused. Yep. Yeah, that's how it got there. 
well, a what's shower that? head. A shower head's usually pretty high yeah, up on the well, wall. Well, <laughs> for you to be falling. This, there is a great old Siren at Live sketch that covers this exactly. It was Appalachian Emergency Room, and every episode, Chris Parnell would come in with something, and he always always say he slipped in the shower every time. <laughs> you, Wait, this was on an old SNL episode? Uh, th- yes, this was a repeating sketch on SNL back in the Chris Parnell. Chris, uh, far, uh, uh, Chris Farley. No, 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 Chris Parnell and like. Uh, uh, Another I know, guy. Yeah. Drew, yeah, he's taking you back to 1967 right now, folks. But anyway. <laughs> when he had to punch his TV to get it working again. <laughs> that would never be allowed on, on SNL right now, would it? No, no way. Wow. Anyway, uh, he t- I told you, he, he accidentally slipped. There was no damage. Doctors were able to uh, remove it. Sent him wow. home 48 hours later. If wow. there was no damage, that sound that doesn't sound like an accidental slip. <laughs> All right, and there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the. What are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. You're listening to the Fit Show. Fit happens live. You're listening to the Fit Show. Fit happens live. Oh, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. Welcome to Friday Eve. That's what it is. My buddy Drew is back. Just had gallbladder surgery. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tanner, the millennials here. There's Bethany, the mouth from the south. Um, Drew, since you know you've been gone a couple of days, uh huh. uh, Would you mind providing us with a very, very excited? It's it's Friday Eve, players, and bring it right there from your diaphragm and your gallbladder. I'm not area. sure the doctor would like that, but yeah. There we go. It's Friday Eve, players. No, <laughs> that hurt to do that much. Yeah. so I might have uh, to yeah. this one painful. out. That made me feel bad for the him. The guy just had his guts ripped out for oh, crying out loud. Doctor's <laughs> poking around in there, sticking all kinds of tools in there. Yeah. I mean, he oh that little wince he did. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. felt it. Ow. Um, so anyway, last night my, my my kids are in that mode right now. They want to go to the YMCA. They want to go swimming mm-hmm. or whatever. While doing that, I saw something that you know what I I honestly wanted to give this individual props. I saw a guy. He was about sixty five years old, straight up rocking with one hundred one hundred percent confidence. The most beautiful pair of speedos yeah! I've seen in my life. Right? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that's when you can. Yourself. When when you get that old, you no longer care. That's a level of confidence I yeah! want to achieve. I really want to get there and just like walk into my kid's high school with Speedos on. And, you know, actually, I've actually used that as a discipline technique. My wife will tell you, we have been in a restaurant. Kids have been going crazy, beating the crap out of each other. I will stand up, take my shirt off, and just kind of move slowly like like a cobra. Does it work? Heck, they... They probably need therapy because of it. Usually, <laughs> usually the oldest runs. <laughs> um, but are, are there certain things that people wear that you just cannot stand, just can't deal with? For example, when Tanner the Millennial, he'll walk in in front of us sometimes and he buttons his button all the way to the top of his, uh, the top button. That of was his mine. Throat. That was mine. That drives me crazy when he does that. Yeah. Why? It just, it looks ridiculous. It looks like you're... I don't like know. Choking. Looks, yes, it looks like you're choking. It's called a fashion statement, dang it. Man, it's called cutting off circulation. <laughs> <laughs> My neck's not that big. Tell it to your shirts. Looks like you're trying to strangle one of those turkey gobblers. Okay, since we're <laughs> roasting each other, can I say mine? Go ahead. I Go hate ahead. when guys wear open toe sandals and they have jacked up fungus feet. Drew. <gasps> Drew. 
You need to manicure those things. I shouldn't be able to hear tip tapping when you're walking around oh, the place from your toes said, hitting the ground. His, his manicure. His, his toenails curling over, tipping the hardwood floors. Yeah. <laughs> you really think the lady at the salon's going to accept my feet? All right, well, check this out, you guys. A brand new survey asked people what clothes that they really hate the most. Check it out. Uh, track suits. We're on there. Fits. You're guilty of that one. <gasps> those are like contemporary Tom Brady workout sweats. No, you just look like a track and field coach. Tom Brady workout sweats. <laughs> um, bell bottoms were on there. Crocs at number three. I was say, any, any sort of sandal with socks. Come on. Crocs are unbelievable. They're actually really, really comfortable. Crocs I didn't say they were I was yeah. just saying with socks. Yeah, that is your dirty little secret. You are the king of Crocs. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> you have like every shoe Croc has ever made. Because I'll own it. all about comfort. Yeah, I play basketball in my, right. my Air Crocs. Those things look like <laughs> eggs on your feet. Yeah. <laughs> eggs. Oh, yeah. check it out. Leather pants was one of the most uh, hated clothing items at I 63%. Love my oh, I hate leather pants. Well, they just look heavy and uncomfortable and sweaty. They're not. Mine are awesome and they stretch. And number one, what was it? Most hated uh, clothing item. Number one, Speedos. Speedos? Number one, Speedos, the most hated clothing item. It makes is people bad. sick. It's like a roll of quarters. Hey! <laughs> hey. It's the Fit Show. It's Choose Your News. It's Choose Your News. Everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It's Choose Your News. All right, in Covington, Kentucky, 18-year-old high school senior Christian Bales, he worked really, really hard. Christian Bales. Isn't that interesting? Not Christian Bale. Not Batman. Yeah, it's Christian Bales. He worked really, really hard, and he earned the honor of being valedictorian at Holy Cross High School. But then the school told him he wouldn't be allowed to give a speech at graduation because apparently they felt it contained elements that were political and inconsistent with the teachings of their school. Um, and so now everybody's freaking out that this that this kid is not being able to, you know, give his speech. I think the valedictorian should be able to say whatever he or she wants to say. Yeah, like he earned the right. Yes. Yeah. As long as it's not offensive. Right. I was going to say, what then? Re- I mean, let's, let's not go yeah, whatever they reason, want to definitely. say. But Oh, I just found out his friend, student council president Catherine France, was also banned. And uh, apparently uh, they decided to give their speeches on the lawn. Wow. Like so they decided to give their speech anyway. Wow. Well, that's wow. cool. Yeah. I guess you bring out a megaphone. They, they yeah, went, they went rogue. It, the protocol for that is always a little bizarre. In my high school, they had to submit their speeches before they were able to give them. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, obviously you can't get too crazy in your speech at graduation. I get that. But if they want a platform and you really want to have that audience, why don't you go live on social media and say what you want to say to the world? That's a great idea. Go. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's your audience. Yeah. All right. Uh, hey, Drew, choose your news. This is right out of a spy film. So check it out. This this uh, reporter in Ukraine, he's a dissident. He speaks out against Vladimir Putin. He's spoken out against uh, Russian government policies uh, in Ukraine and in Syria. Well, he was shot dead the other day. His wife found him in a pool of blood in their apartment, found his body. Well, here's where it gets crazy. He popped up on live TV yesterday. 
Uh, he came out and said, so 41-year-old Arkady Babchenko came out and apologized to everyone. He said he was part of a Ukrainian operation to get around a Russian death squad that was coming for him. So they faked his death Whoa. right down to his wife wow. believing it. Somehow they had a body that looked like him. Oh. He apologized to everyone what they'd gone through. He apologized to his wife, but he is alive and well wow. after his reported death. I just got chills. I mean, he better have some serious oh, apologies. No. He's got some splaining to do, <laughs> right? Yes, he I'm does. Home. If he thought it flat Vladimir was upset then. Because after she hugs him, yes. no, I'm not even worried about Vladimir. I'm talking about his wife. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be worse. After she hugs him, she's probably going to punch him in the face or the throat. I'm just saying. But I'm just amazed at <laughs> the- Don't you ever do that to me. <laughs> yeah, but think about it. I mean, these Russian squads are going out doing some crazy, crazy stuff right now. By the way, Drew said that, not me. <laughs> um, Tanner the Millennial, choose your news. Facebook. The entire country of Papua New Guinea, I think I said that right, is revoking papaya, papaya, <laughs> like, like the food, <laughs> is revoking access to Facebook for an entire month. It's in order to study the platform's impact on fake news and misinformation that's going through. And they just want to do some investigating work uh, because they were thinking about pulling the plug permanently. All right. So everybody in papaya, uh, you're not going to be able to see all those kitty cats and dogs for a couple of hours. <laughs> all right then, ladies and gentlemen, there you go. Choose your news. Your attention, please. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. Your attention, please. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. Everybody, what's up? Welcome back to the show. Drew is back from his gallbladder surgery. Tanner, the millennial. There's uh, Bethany, the mouth from the south. You know what we're missing today? We're missing some big butts as well. I like big butts and I cannot lie. You other brothers can deny. Come on. When a girl walks in with an itty bitty waist and a round thing up in your face. You know what? You get strong. Yeah, who's what? You I was know, say, we're not missing big butts. That's some Joe Nichols. We got you in here. Well, thank you. Got a little bubble butt action yeah. going oh, on. Yes. I'm about uh, take to take it throw easy, up. you guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, you know, as always, we love it when you check in with us uh, on social media. And we love it when you ask us, like, you know, for advice and questions and stuff. Because I think we could definitely say that this show has lived some life. And that's kind of what's unique about it. Like, each and every one of us in, 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 in one way or another, has had a pretty bizarre life. Had mm-hmm. a couple of, we've been knocked down a couple of times. We've had to get back up, swap yourself off and try again, <laughs> dust yourself off and try again, try again. So that really kind of lets you know how many. If if all four of us have have our own stories and we've right. each had our struggles, it really kind of lets you know how many people actually out there. Even though you think right. by like Facebook appearances they're doing good, yeah, it's all great. It's all behind the curtain. Hey, that, right. You know, everyone's got their stuff. Yeah. Everyone. Everybody's got their story. For example, uh, I love this. Just came in. And by the way, um, I'm on my Facebook right now. If you want to message me, just go to Facebook and search Follow Fits. Hey, guys, longtime listener. I love your show. Uh, I'm writing with a little problem, but I don't know that I'm actually ballsy enough to do anything about it. <laughs> I work for a really small company. Just my boss and me in the office. Occasionally, we go to lunch, sometimes with clients or sometimes with uh, employees. This is great, except for the fact that my boss has some of the worst manners I have ever seen. I mean, shocking. A couple of the major faults. I know you guys don't have a lot of time. Number one, he chews with his mouth open. Oh, 
I don't mean to crack open here uh, and there to get an extra bit of air. I mean, it is 100% cow cud chewing open with smacking noises. <laughs> oh, that's gross. Number two, during his open mouth chewing, he starts conversations and carry on talking, Obvious, uh, excuse me, oblivious to the fact that we could basically count every olive from his salad that is now being tossed around in his mouth. Ugh. Uh, number three, he holds his silverware like a three-year-old. Okay. Obviously, we know her, her, her issue. She wants to know how she could say something to her boss without her boss I got basically it. judging her. Go ahead. Well, having bad manners is going to affect business. So you approach your boss and say, hey, there's some great YouTube videos uh, regarding how to hold no. yourself at a meeting. I, hang on. I think you have a great point. We know that you can find anything on YouTube. If you, if you go to YouTube, type in... How to learn good manners. Yeah. Or, but if I, you just drop that on no. him, you're basically telling him he has lousy manners. That's going to affect your work relationship. He's automatically going to take it personally, most likely. Mm-hmm. Unless he, unless you have some great relationship with this person, you probably shouldn't be saying, by the way, you have terrible table manners. I'm guessing <laughs> they don't realize they have bad manners. Right, exactly. This is like a failure of their parentage. Oblivious. Yeah. Like maybe it sounds like people in the past have been so scared to say something to this guy about he's a, he's a slob. Yeah, or so grossed the, out. I think right. the way you can... Slide that in is like maybe say someone emailed you regarding about your boss's table manners. Like kind of have a side story that leads your way into it. I don't know what is wrong with people not wanting to be honest anymore. Just saying, excuse me, boss. I respect you, but you can't continue to to eat like that at the table. Your Uh, nasty mouth is costing us business. I appreciate appreciate honesty because Lord knows that that's how I try to live my life, but... Not everyone nobody wants does to it anymore. A lot of people don't want to hear the honest truth. All right. And definitely a lot of people don't want to tell it. Insta therapy right now. Uh, help us out. Send us a message. How does she handle this situation? Also, stand by. The reality check happens next. More of Fitz Happens Live coming up. You better tell somebody. Ow! The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is the Fit Show. All right. Uh, what's up, everybody? Stand by for the Fitz Files. The good, the bad, and the gossip on the way. And Bethany, the mouth from the south, is hanging out with us. What you got? Something's going down with the cast of The Walking Dead that could change whether I mean, it could change whether or not you watch the show at all anymore. Oh my god! Yes, Whoa. it is big, big. If you like Walking Dead, is it huge? It's huge. Really, really, really big. Huge. It's coming up in minutes. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I can't believe it. Uh, medical technology is amazing. Two days ago, he was uh, had a gallbladder that exploded. Now here he is, providing you with the reality check. Oh yes, Drew, the Thursday. Reality check. That Welcome is back. correct. Thank you. So the drama over the Roseanne uh, cancellation has reached all the way to the White House. Uh, President Trump tweeted yesterday. Uh, I'm going to read this tweet to you because I think it's an interesting one. It says Bob Iger of ABC called Valerie Jarrett to let her know that, quote, ABC does not tolerate comments like those made by Roseanne Barr. Gee, he never called President Donald J. Trump to apologize for the horrible statements made and said about me on ABC. Or maybe I just didn't get the call. Uh, it's a very interesting point that the president is actually speaking on, you know, issues of, of network issue, television, yeah. but he's also bringing it back to himself, saying, uh, you know, negative words are shared all over the place. Why does one get an apology and another doesn't? Know, but he's it, calling out uh, 
just the hysteria over it, I think. It's well, a I know, but point. here's the deal. I mean, it's racism. It that's is. why. Yeah. It's true. That's why. And I think that's the, the difference about people being called out. And, and and I'm listen, I'm not saying that to be at all political. I'm just saying, come on. Yeah. Ro- Roseanne even knows it was a racist yeah. comment. Yeah, and she, she of course, apologized. She said, said she was leaving Twitter, and then she came back again. Uh, she blamed Ambien, said it was an Ambien tweet. And wow. now, actually, the people from the Ambien manufacturers are coming after her. Okay, uh, last time I checked, racism isn't a side effect of Ambien. <laughs> That's what they said. Yeah. Just wow. to say, she's all. she is also saying that she did not realize that Val- Valerie Jarrett was... African American. She thought that she was of a different okay, race. Okay, but hold but on, regardless. hold on, guys. Why is everybody? I know, but I'm it seems like everybody's saying. like trying to, in some way, excuse. I mean, listen. You and I both sat down. We watch Roseanne every, every episode. We love Roseanne, but it was a racist comment. Yes. I'm not making, I'm, but I just want to say I'm not making light of it yeah. at all. But you said Roseanne knew it was a racist comment, and what I'm saying is, is she's claiming she didn't know. Mm-hmm. All right, and, and, and again, we we. He's, he's literally just reading you the headlines of what's going right. on. It, it does bring up a really yeah. good... I, I saw a discussion about this. Um, I'm wondering if we're going to start seeing restrictions built into uh, entertainers' contracts preventing Tweeting. them from having Twitter yeah. accounts. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like you see professional athletes have riders on their contract to prevent them from playing pickup games or riding motorcycles in the street because of the expense it can cost the team if, right. they, if they're taken mm-hmm. out. Oh. And, and, and again, you know, freedom of speech, freedom of expression does it... Uh, hey... Doesn't mean you don't suffer the consequences. Right. In this case, it lost a lot of jobs for a lot of people. Yes, it did. Okay, two two more really quick stories. First, uh, the we, North- we only have time for one, probably. Oh, okay. The North Korean Peace Summit. There is still a chance. Uh, one of the highest level uh, uh, officials from North Korea is in Washington right now, uh, talking to officials here, trying to salvage something. Of course, we also hear that Kim Jong Un is still interested in the talks, but it all seems to come down to whether or not he's interested or willing to let go of his nuclear arsenal. I they were in New York City. I'm sorry, they are in New York, not yeah, Washington. Yeah, because yeah, I, he I flew heard, from Beijing to New York. I heard he was actually getting a tour of the old MTV TRL studio. <laughs> of course. I don't have that in, in my They're notes. They're creating their own version yeah. in North Korea. <laughs> All right, there you go. The Thursday reality check. It happens live. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fist Files. All right, let's see what is trending right now. Ah, looks like David David Copperfield, the musician. I'm sorry, magician. <laughs> he is not liable for the tourist injuries. Now, there was this guy who basically participated in one of David Copperfield's disappearing acts, by the way. I have also been a part of that same exact thing. And you would not believe what happened with mine. I mean, I, I signed, you know. He came backstage afterwards. He's like, listen, uh, I'm sorry for what happened, but you know, you do know this is how I make my money, and I don't want anybody to know the tricks. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, what trick? He had a guy with a flashlight lift the sheet. We ran out of the back of the building, then got locked because the door wasn't open for us to return to the oh. front where we were supposed to magically appear. You know how they uh, magically appear in the front of the theater? I can't believe you're spilling secrets. Me either. Magic. Well, whatever. I, what about the spirit realm? What was that like? Nothing. We ran out in the back. It was, it was, and I could see how this guy fell down and hit his head because it was complete black. He just had a couple of like teenage kids with flashlights running out of the back of the building, and then it was I, I, it locked there on their walkie-talkies. People were freaking out. The door finally opened, and we were like forty-five seconds late to 
you know, fulfill his his uh, his magic set. It was nuts. That's hilarious. That's when it happened. So I've been You're that guy. You're so upset about this. Yeah, I'm gonna. Oh, I'm gonna have to call my lawyer. Anyway, <laughs> Bethany's standing by. She's the mouth from the south with the good, the bad, and the gossip. Yes, over here. Let's look at the good. Melania Trump is trying to, um, you know, calm down the speculation about why she has not been seen in public in near nearly three weeks. Actually, uh, the first lady tweeted that she is doing just fine. She is at the White House, rest assured. She's with her family, feeling great, working hard on behalf of children. Well, yeah, so I'm glad she's American doing so people. good. And she's looking fine, too, is all I'm saying. She is a beautiful first lady. She beautiful. She's Not my cup of tea. I mean, well, that's fine. I, and, and I don't care what side of the fence you are on, you know what I mean? But you can't, I mean, you can't look at Melania and say, wow, she's beautiful, stunning. Am I wrong? Well, as far as first ladies go, she is up there. She's one of the top. <laughs> Drew's more of an Eleanor Roosevelt kind of Thank guy. Thank you, Drew. <laughs> yeah, Drew's like, I don't know. I do like that Eleanor Roosevelt's ankles. <laughs> <laughs> Those things keep on walking. Yeah. Right. Okay, let's go to the bad. Roseanne has been barred. Yeah. She's uh, continuing her tweeting. The apologies went late into the night, everybody. She said she's been fighting racism all her life. She blamed her, quote, stupid mistake on late-night Ambien tweeting. And a side effect of Ambien is not uh, racism, by the way. Yeah, that's uh, exactly what the people right. at Ambien said. Well, no, thanks for but... trying to take my credit for that wonderful joke, Drew. <laughs> Who does that? <laughs> What's up with you? And, and to Mads. be honest... Wait, J- Jimmy Kimmel's writer's going to run on the stage and say something, too? <laughs> hey, I wrote that, Jimmy. <laughs> Good Lord. You better give me credit. Give me some credit. Go ahead. All right. So I, I wanted to continue this story just for a little bit because Roseanne's actually getting into it with a couple of her castmates now. Really? The guy that played, I, I don't know what his name is. I mean, wouldn't you be mad? Your, pay, your paycheck is gone. DJ. Yeah. yeah, yeah, DJ. And then Sarah Gilbert has also chimed in and said, listen, I mean, this isn't verbatim, but we don't believe in what she said. And, you know, we're a cast and, you know, a lot of people have lost their jobs over this. So right. Right. it's really sad. Fan day, you know, people need to fa- feed themselves and I mean, feed their kids. And again, yeah. you know, my wife and I loved... Roseanne. I mean, loved watching the show, but she just wasn't thinking. I right? She wasn't yeah, thinking. Right. It was a really stupid yep. thing to do. Yeah. So moving on to the gossip. Oh, this is gonna kill me. Rumor has it. Oh no, Andrew Lincoln is leaving The Walking Dead. This cannot Wait a be second. true. Is that the guy with the scruff? Is that, is Rick? that Rick? 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 It's Rick. Oh my God, it's, it's over. Character. It's over. Oh, it's done. It but just no can't way. happen. But the other guy, Daryl, right? He signed an extension. Yeah, well, no, well. For $20 this, million. This is, hey, this is still a rumor. <laughs> Don't you make this true yet. So now since he's the lead on the show, Andrew Lincoln I'm talking about, yes, the producers have reportedly offered Norman Reedus, the guy that plays Daryl, a raise plus the lead just so he'll stay on. So this is... Keep us updated. Oh, it's going to kill me. That's the good, the bad, the gossip. That's the Fitz Files. Fitz happens. Live. Live. This... Come on. Is why today doesn't suck. For Thursday, May 31st, 2018, what is up? Happy Friday Eve, everybody. Welcome back, Drew, from his gallbladder surgery. Good to have you back. There's one reason why today doesn't suck. Good to be back. Yeah. Upright. Uh, if you... <laughs> <laughs> if you uh, are having a birthday today, guess what? You share it with Colin Farrell, who is 42 years old today. 
Wow. Mm-hmm. Yep. Colin Farrell. Uh, I haven't seen him in a while. Uh, he was in that remake. Uh, well, he did that. Uh, let's see. Well, the remake of the Schwarzenegger movie, Total Recall. And then he was in that really cool one where you, they get turned into animals. I can't remember what it's called. Avatar? No, no, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was more of a, a small film, but it was oh. crit- critically acclaimed. Oh, okay. Uh, Brooke Shields is 53 years old today. I just saw, she's looking great. She was in a, like a bikini thing recently. She's always beautiful. Um, Tom Berenger is 69, starred in Platoon and Major League One and Two. Mm-hmm. And Sniper. And Sniper. Oh my gosh. Clint Eastwood is 88 years old wow. today. Hang on. Is he on the red phone right now? Hang on. Clint? No, no more. No more. What? No more now. Okay. Maybe he's tired of taking press calls. (laughs) That's the Clint Eastwood clip you got? (laughs) What are you talking about? He's on the red phone. He's saying, hang on, Clint, are you there? Get off my lawn. Okay. All right. (laughs) That sounds like an 88-year-old. We're we're done. Uh, 148 years ago, you guys, in 1870... E.J. Descent of New York City patented asphalt. All right. Wish you would have made, made that stuff white. Wouldn't be so hot in New York City. They're actually painting a lot of roads white they are. right now. They sure are. Yeah, down in heat LA. And stuff. Yeah. Well, the you heat, could you can right. cook eggs though. I mean, how are you going to cook eggs on the in stove? a skillet? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Twenty-eight years ago. Oh my gosh. Twenty-eight years ago in 1990, Seinfeld debuted on NBC. It debuted on NBC. I told the world I was so excited about the show. <laughs> I can't believe it. Twenty-eight years later. Everything. Everything. And I'm still getting it. paid. Yeah. Everything is. Yeah. I, I probably still watch three to five Seinfeld episodes yeah. per week. Yeah. Oh, they're making bank off that show still. No yeah. question about yeah. it. I mean, I can't believe it. <laughs> Elaine still looks great. Uh, 1984, on this day, Madonna's self-titled album featuring Borderline. Remember this? This song? Yeah. It was certified gold. Damn. <laughs> Someone's a Madonna fan. You, got me. you can do some serious house cleaning with the Madonna. Oh, I- <laughs> hey, you can do some house cleaning with this too, especially when you're um, you know, looking underneath those beds. This day, in 1995, the Shania Twain album "Whose Bed Have Your Boots Been Under," ladies and gentlemen, was certified gold. Whose bed have your boots been under? It happens live. And now, all right, now it's time for your what? Are you kidding me? No, hell no. Stories of the day. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know about you, but I'm going to have to encourage you right now to, like, if you go to my Facebook page, go to Facebook, just search two words: follow Fitz, follow Fitz, and you will get exclusive breaking. 
what are you kidding me stories. Yeah, straight up. If you just go to Instagram, search no, for... No, Facebook. I, I was, oh, I, Facebook? I was, Sorry. I was pimping Facebook right now. Facebook.com slash follow fit. You'll get the what are you kidding me stories and a bunch of other crazy stuff right, right. in your feed. If you don't mind, I'm going to take you out of France. Dad of the year, ladies and gentlemen. Dad of the year. You might have seen a video that went viral this week of a guy scaling a building in France to rescue a dangling toddler. Mm-hmm. Wow. Amazing. Now it turns out the kid's dad wasn't paying attention because he was busy playing Pokemon Go. Uh. People still oh. are playing Pokemon Go? Oh, yeah. That, no. I thought that oh. fad went away. Oh, you get your steps in. Just but let's, in- let's get back to the guy saving the child. Go right. ahead. I was about to say, just... Just in case you didn't see this video, I mean, this is a four-year-old little boy that is dangling. He is holding onto the concrete with his little hands, right. and he's just dangling there. And this guy scales this thing. Like in, Spider-Man. In matter, like, they're really? calling him the real-life yeah. Spider-Man. You haven't seen this I have yet? not seen it. I was just, in, indisposed for a couple days. Within seconds, he's up there, grabs him, yeah. pushes him up, and then, I mean, it's amazing. Oh, this is straight up unbelievable. I mean, um, you got to check it out. Bethany, the mouth from the South, can you put that on our Facebook page? Yeah. You have got... I'm looking to forward see the to guy it. scale on the building. I want to see this. Spider-Man does exist. <laughs> they asked him. They asked him. You know what made you like risk your life? And he just said, "I did it because it was a child." Spider-Man, Spider-Man. He saves the kid from his crappy dad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to page two. What are you kidding me? Out of New York City, that doctor can't do that. A woman in New York recently gave her gynecologist a one-star Yelp review. Now, she's wrapped in a lawsuit because he's suing her for defamation to the tune of $1 million. Wow. I didn't even know there was Yelp reviews for gynecologists. Oh, for, for doctors? Anything. Are you kidding? Anything and everything. Yeah, Yelp really? is for everything. Yeah. yeah so that's, is he suing based on her opinion, or he's saying it's false, or what? He's saying it's basically an intent to defame him. He's saying defamation of character. But that's her yeah, opinion. But if it's true, yeah. then But he- it's also her opinion, which, which he is saying... Has damaged his business. That based could really off of that review. That could hurt Yelp's general case. It if could, that it, it, that could set a precedent, a major precedent. Yeah. But isn't that the wow. same thing as like word of mouth? I mean, it's just like me going up to Drew and saying, "Hey, this guy is." Yeah, but on a way bigger yeah. scale because everybody sees it. <laughs> right. But but you, you don't recommend this this gynecologist no, for me. Not for you. You can't. But you can prove that though, because obviously this is in writing. See, mm-hmm. you, you can't prove the hearsay. Part. Oh, got it. So, wow. Anyway. This is going to be one to watch. Yeah. We might have to continue with some What Are You Kidding Me follow-ups on that one. Straight up. All right, then. The Ooh. gynecologist thing is scary anyway. With that stirrups you guys got to jump into? You're telling me. All right. There you go. You got the <laughs> What Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. This happens. Live. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. This is pretty unbelievable. I want to tell you about a woman named Kristen Gilmer who got her doctorate in public health from Harvard last week. And her sixth grade teacher was there to see it because she predicted it 21 years ago. And she wrote a note on Kristen's report card praising her for being a good student and told her to invite her to Harvard one day when she was graduating. Mm -hmm. Right? Well, check it out. Here we are 21 years later. This is one of the deans reading a note from a sixth grade teacher. It's been a joy to have you in class. Keep up the good work. Invite me to your Harvard graduation. Guess what? 
That student's here among you, the class of 2018. With her Doctor of Public Health degree, it is a special privilege also for me to welcome Mrs. Tunson here today to watch you cross the stage. Oh, I'm about to cry. I'm seriously about to cry. And here's Kristen surprising her former teacher. Hugging, they're Aww. embracing, they're crying. I'm crying about this. That just goes to shows that uh, teachers can really see potential in their students. People think they just go there, teach a curriculum, and go home, but yeah. they really think mm-hmm. about their students. But more than anything, I'm telling you, if you vision it, don't dream it, be it. If you put it out in front of you and you just work toward it, you can accomplish it. Mm-hmm. Right then, she knew she was going to go to Harvard. Also, the, she those, knew it. Everyone has those, a teacher here or there who really connected with them and got them to that next level right. and, and even all the way back in sixth grade a teacher can have that really profound impact on a kid's ability to learn and so that's direction. yeah that, that there's your summary right there a shout out to all the teachers mm-hmm. for uh, for believing in us and there you go that is the good stuff yeah man that's the good stuff the fit show come on let's go this is going to be epic come on Let's hear it. Now back to the Fitz Show. I just like his humor. F-I-T with the Z. Fitz happens. Live. 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 Don't know if I'm ready to get into it on the show. Mm-hmm. Sounds anybody, serious then. Anybody else have a nightmare last night? Particularly a nightmare about work? No. Mm. No? I dreamed that Tanner the Millennial tied me up in the office. <laughs> Are you sure you are? are no, you? no, this is very true. I, it was it was a really bad nightmare, and it, I'm not even messing. With, no, I, I dreamt it, and it wasn't like just like tying me up. It wasn't like it wasn't like nine to five that you were tying me up. Remember when, yeah. uh, like in the movie Nine to Five, well, they t- tied up Dabney Coleman. <laughs> That's right, bro. <laughs> but you had a dream Great movie. that I of all people, me. Tied you up. I'm not even sure you can tie a knot. Have you but, seen the shoes? They're all slip-ons. But yeah, <laughs> but it was again. It, it was like you were trying to tie me up, like a hostage situation. I had a thing in my mouth. I couldn't talk. <laughs> you had my eyes covered, and it really freaked me out. I and mean, it got me thinking about nightmares. You know, that's why you're looking at me all weird. Yeah. If it was when really I well, I've already said when I look at you, I sense deception. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm like the least deceptive person there Listen, is. If it was really serious. He would have used zip ties. Everyone that's, <laughs> yeah, that's serious right. about yeah. tying people up. Come on, it's up, the 21st century. That's right. Like I mean, Drew said, I can't even tie a knot. Anyone that knows anything knows you use zip ties these days. Is there anyone listening who's had like serious nightmares about work? It's particularly an employee in the workplace. What is that trying to tell you? When, wh- why am I having these nightmares about Tanner tying me up and trying to hold me hostage? I think it makes sense that people would have nightmares about work because we spend really more of our waking hours at work usually than we do anywhere else. But why would I be tying Fitz up? Because maybe because you want to be me and you want to tie me up. It's and like try to run Let in there and say, well, oh, I haven't seen Fitz. He's tied up right now. <laughs> you know what this it is? is now the Tanner Show. <laughs> yeah. Millennial in the morning. <laughs> anyway, go ahead, Bethany. I was just saying, you know what this really is? Yeah. This is your subconscious mm-hmm. tapping into something Maybe you're not trusting him. Yes. Maybe there's some deception. We have sent, but Mm. we have all sensed deception in Tanner. Are you kidding me? Yeah, like stuff that you, 
remember we asked you something. I'm like, hey, hey Tanner, what do you think about this? You go, who me? Yeah, you Tanner. Or when I say, hey Tanner, did you do this? Did you did you steal my fries? Who me? Mm-hmm. No, the other Tanner beside you. You're very I deceptive. I don't understand. Well, I feel like I'm being pushed uh, in the corner here. We don't even have time to get into it here, it. but I've got shove, a list shove. of things. Since he's moved into the house, I've been keeping track of a lot of curious and maybe uh, items, inconsistencies. We'll say maybe that's like. My spirit, maybe that's my little angel saying, hey, look out for this dude. He's somebody that'll stab you in the back and visit you in the hospital the next morning. No, that was the last person that was on this show. (laughs) Don't put me in that category, buddy. Don't you put that on me, Ricky Bobby. Yeah, don't you put that on me, Ricky Bobby. uh, (laughs) Some other nightmares, you guys, that people have in the workplace. This is a serious thing, being naked at work. They have those dreams. Mm -hmm. Oh, I do that anyways. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah, we know. That's another part of your deception. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I feel so uncomfortable. Getting fired. Um, being late. People have, like, nightmares about being late yeah. to work. No one wants to be the last person to walk in and all eyes are on you. Yeah. Oh, and, and, this, oh, and by the way, this is the most common dream about work. You ready? What do you think? Most common dream about work. It's being not really- unprepared. Like for a meeting. Peeing your pants? No, no. Doing the dirty, uh, do, having mommy and daddy laundry time with a coworker. I knew it! Doesn't sound like a nightmare what? to me. Oh! I knew it! If, we didn't say anything. Bethany's been having dreams about Drew! <laughs> no! <laughs> no offense, Drew! <laughs> I was just going to guess that, but I was like, that's not, is that a nightmare? I yeah. mean, for some, I guess it would be, but I was like, you know, some might enjoy that. I don't know. All right. Welcome to the Fitz Show. This is The Fit Show. This is The Fit Show. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure his voice is dubbed and he does all his own sound effects. Fitz Happens Live. Ladies and gentlemen, what is up? Fitz Happens Live. Yeah, it does. Welcome to the show. And there's Drew. He is back from his gallbladder surgery. He's doing great. Amazing recovery. Two days later. you know, after having Miracle all those... of uh, modern science right. and medicine. Say what's up to Tanner. Bethany, the mouth from the south is here. Who's on the red phone right now? Oh, my God. I'm looking at the caller ID. It is Drew's oh. obsessed, stalking neighbor, Cindy. Oh, oh my I t- God. I, I, I promise you, I, I asked her to stop calling. Cindy's calling in, Drew. I know. I told her that's inappropriate. We're working. Oh, my God. Hey, Cindy. Oh. Who the hell's this? This is Bethany. Well, I'm not really interested talking to you. Well, you don't have to worry about me. See, I'm Fitz's wife. Well, can I say hi? Uh, hi, Fitz. How are you? Hey, Cindy. What's up? It's good to have you checking in. Hi, Drew. Hi. So I, I see you've turned the corner on some of my coworkers, huh? You like Fitz now? No, I'm just saying, were you in the hospital? I heard you had gallbladder surgery. I did. Yeah, I was gone uh, all day the other day. Thanks for noticing. Oh, my God. Did you almost die? <laughs> I don't think it was that serious. I, I think it's actually pretty routine now. Well, when you were there, did you sit in a pile of sugar? <laughs> no, I think that's what got me in this uh, predicament in the first place. Because <laughs> you have a pretty sweet ass. <laughs> uh, thanks. I, I guess it. Uh, thank you. I could just picture you right now. Were you one of those little robes and was your butt hanging out? It was, actually, yes. 
oh my god, I think I might be having a little cardio moment. <laughs> well, that's a great hospital over there. I, I recommend it. They did a fantastic job. Mm, I could just imagine that little sugar <laughs> hanging out of that gown. All right, C- Cindy, what? Oh. oh, come on, Cindy. So tell me what they did. I mean, what's somebody like you? Who's so sexy and physically fit, like, have to go in there and have a op- major life-changing operation like that for? Uh, I, I mean, I don't know. The doctor didn't say any one thing causes it. Uh, I'm, if I'm being honest, I probably should watch my diet a little better. But, yeah, they don't even really cut you up. They just they do laparoscopic. Do you know what that means, Cindy? It's when they, they use a bunch of little tools, and that's why they cut a bunch of holes in you. You know, I don't know, but I'd like to come over there and sit in your laparoscopic. <laughs> oh, Alright darling listen Mama's gotta go Judge Judy's on But you are welcome to come over And have the stove Soap top later Alright then I think that might be Part of the problem But uh, thank you for the offer You did the pile of sugar <laughs> N- uh, No I didn't Cindy <laughs> You have a sweet ass <laughs> <laughs> Never been You're listening to The Fit Show. Fits happens live. The Fit Show. Uh, everybody, welcome back to the show. Welcome to Friday Eve. Uh, our buddy Drew is back. And uh, again, thanks uh, to all the P1s for the unbelievable messages to Drew. He's been reading all of them on our Facebook page. Just go to Facebook and search Follow Fits. Yeah, there were if, some very nice messages. Thank yeah. you. Uh, so the gallbladder's good. It's gone. Mm-hmm. There's Tanner. Bethany, the mouth from the south, is hanging out with us, and everybody's talking about Roseanne. We continue to talk about, really, the stupid decision she made, and you know what? She's suffering the consequences of that decision that uh, she made. Uh, real quick, sum up exactly. Well, I'll say she made a very racist tweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sounds like it was late uh, It was late in the night, and then she's claiming it was because of Ambien. Yeah. Uh, but Ambien doesn't, uh, a side effect is not uh, racism from the last right. time I checked with Ambien. But, you know, it's, it's a big disappointment because um, basically now everybody that's been connected with her show is out of work. Um, actually, several of them quit whenever she, she made the tweet. But now there, there's many people without a paycheck and they're like, my God, you know, Roseanne, why? This just goes to show the power of social media. I mean, someone can make an impulse decision to write something, and it can cost hundreds of people. And you know, I wonder how many times we're going to have to learn this same lesson over and over again. We see people getting in trouble yeah. with their, you know, public figures getting in trouble with their social media. You're not tweeting that off into space. You're tweeting that to the world, and people see it. I mean, part of the whole reason of having social media is having followers or having people see your stuff. Mm-hmm. And you're right. so people are seeing it. Yeah. Let's just think about that word, followers, mm-hmm. okay? You are, whenever you are in the public eye, you're an example. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, and right. whenever you that's say things like that, it's, it starts to normalize that kind of language. And that is, that's what we're trying to stop is, you know, it's not okay to say I, I, these words. It's not right. okay. Mm-hmm. It's not okay to, to talk like right. that. It's, um, I had a, a radio buddy write this. He said, you know, guys, this applies to everybody who's on the radio, too. You're on the air for a couple hours a day, laughing it up with your audience. Uh, um, this is a 24-7 job, just like always. But what's different is that 
those other 20 hours now affect your ability to do the first four hours. Watch what you say, how you say it, to whom you say. There's no – he goes on to say this is basically like a Don Imus situation. You know, uh, everybody loves, you know, people, you know, being sarcastic and making jokes, but there is a line. There's a line that you cross. Um, he says, clients come first. ABC yanked the jobs of no less than 30 people yesterday because of the possibility of losing one client for one show. Nobody's on your side, especially when it comes to the dollar bills in business. And, and I know every single person on this show, everyone in this room, has written a tweet or uh, uh, an Instagram or a Facebook and then thought about it and thought, you know what, that's someone could take this the wrong way and deleted it before they ever sent it because we have to be extra, extra careful because when hundreds or thousands of people may see it, you have to be considerate of mm-hmm. everyone's Well, feelings. not only that, and I, I think everybody in the studio right now will tell you that sometimes when one of us makes a post, we all say to each other, hey, is that going to is that gonna offend anybody? Yeah. You think this is going to... Is that close to the line? We, we all yeah. try to... To think about that before we post. Because it, we're in so the public scary. eye, we can't offend it's, anybody. It's it, getting so much more difficult, too, yeah. because everyone is offended. Yeah, <laughs> and there's 20 really, different, yeah. 50 different groups to be offended. Yes, yeah, so it's very difficult to even, sometimes, I get it. I mean, it's hard to be entertaining sometimes but, because... But what we're saying is think about what you post on social media. But Roseanne, I mean, that was a, that was a racist There's no excuse comment. for that. That was complete racism. And, you know, now... A great show that a lot of the country loved is gone. Yep. Know? Because she was because stupid's what got her there. Yep. Right. When are they going to take that away from them? I mean, I, I think they should for no. celebrities. No, for, no, 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 no. Now you're really setting a precedent. Uh, no, we, nobody should have control over what. What I'm saying is the networks will probably start limiting or restricting as like a clause in their contract mm-hmm. their ability because of the amount of money lost from one tweet. Wow. We love to uh, hear what you think. We'd love to hear from you as well. Uh, send us a message right now. Go to, you can post on Facebook, facebook.com, slash follow fits. Stand by. The reality check happens next. Your attention, please. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is The Fit Show. All right, stand by for the Fitz Files, the good, the bad, and the gossip on the way. And Bethany, the mouth from the South, uh, is going to give it to us. What's up? Calling all walking deadheads. Walking deadheads. Uh Our lives could change forever. What? There's this huge change in the cast. Some rumors. They're happening right now, and I'm going to tell you about them coming up. Drew is back from his gallbladder surgery, ladies and gentlemen. He's got a brand new one in there. <laughs> no, they just took it out. Uh, here he is with the Thursday reality check. Uh, yesterday afternoon, Harvey Weinstein was indicted by a grand jury jury on two counts of rape and criminal sexual acts. And this is just hours after uh, his lawyer said he would not be uh, speaking in his own defense. Uh, apparently, the lawyer said that because uh, they were claiming that the, the charges brought in New York were from people he didn't know. They're saying that, that he was unprepared because he didn't know who the accusers were. Uh, but, of course, a lot of people are discounting that and saying uh, that they were they'd already spoken to New York Times. And one of them apparently had a long-term relationship with him. You know what's shocking? Yeah, a, a long-term affair with him. Right? Yeah. And he's saying he doesn't know who it is? Yeah. Yeah. It, what's shocking is, you guys, 
Oh my gosh, when he was walking out, uh, he just had this little almost smile, smirk yeah, on his face. And, and just saying to the world, hey, guess what? I have money and I'm probably going to be able to get well, away with more stuff than you will. I don't know that Isn't that was- something? I took it more as like a smirk to those women, you know, like, ha, ha, ha. Even though horrible. this is happening, I, it's like a joke to me, you well, know, he, like, he's, whatever. He's going to oh. end up being one of the most indefensible, uh, yeah. you know, villains mm-hmm. we're going to see for a long time. Obviously, this is going to lead to a lot more once they get something to stick. Uh, so President Trump signed a bill yesterday that a lot of people are calling a triumph. It's called the Right to Try Bill. And what this does is it allows terminally ill patients the ability to uh, try experimental or unproven drugs that may bring them some relief, uh, potentially move them towards cure, or just give them, you know, just the ability to try this stuff out. So uh, that aren't necessarily approved by the uh, FDA. 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 Yeah. Wow. Wow. Uh, this is a huge move. This, this is, is a great. big deal. This 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 kind of dovetails in with, um, you know, the, uh, the right to take your own life uh, issue that's, that's swirled around for a long time. But this gives people who are otherwise without hope mm-hmm. a chance and they, they they either can find a little hope for themselves and relief or maybe be part of a future solution and be willing to experiment be right? willing right. to experiment with their own rights and their right. own body I, I, because I, i'm sure from their perspective they're saying hey what do we have to lose mm-hmm. let's do whatever uh, uh we can to try to survive because in most cases um those patients have tried they've exhausted all avenues and there's nothing left legal for them to treatments try. right yeah. So um, that's whenever they say, look, this is an experimental something. Can I please try it? Because, you know, I don't have that much time anyway. Yeah. So Dick's Sporting Goods, who made big news right after that Parkland, Florida shooting when they announced they will no longer sell uh, assault style rifles. A lot of critics said that that's going to hurt their business. Well, some new earnings just came out and they've actually turned around about 23% improvement in their earnings statement. Uh, No one's really quick to credit that, uh, whether or not that was a good PR move or or what led to that. Some people are saying it may be bankers covering their bets. I'm not going to play the audio of it on on the show, but the uh, the audio of the Parkland shooter came out yesterday. A bunch of phone videos, Snapchat stuff that he did before the shooting. And this kid, nothing. It's pure evil. Nothing but evil. If you want to know what evil looks like, you, you could check My out the video in, in your private time. Evil. I cannot believe evil. it. Chilling. Pure evil. It, it exists. All right, there you go, you guys. The Thursday reality check. It happens live. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fist Files. All right, let's see what is trending right now. Ah, looks like David David Copperfield, the musician. I'm sorry, magician. <laughs> he is not liable for the tourist injuries. Now, there was this guy who basically participated in one of David Copperfield's disappearing acts, by the way. I have also been a part of that same exact thing. And you would not believe what happened with mine. I mean, I, I signed, you know. He came backstage afterwards. He's like, listen, uh, I'm sorry for what happened, but you know, you do know this is how I make my money, and I don't want anybody to know the tricks. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, what trick? He had a guy with a flashlight lift the sheet. We ran out of the back of the building, then got locked because the door wasn't open for us to return to the oh. front where we were supposed to magically appear. You know how they uh, magically appear in the front of the theater? I can't believe you're spilling secrets. Me either. Magic. Well, whatever. I, what about the spirit realm? What was that like? Nothing. We ran out in the back. It was, it was, and I could see how this guy fell down and hit his head because it was complete black. He just had a couple of like teenage kids with flashlights running out of the back of the building, and then it was I, I, locked there on their walkie-talkies. People were freaking out. The door finally opened, and we were like forty-five seconds late 
to, you know, fulfill his his uh, his magic set. <laughs> it was nuts. That's hilarious. That's when it happened. So I've been You're that still guy. upset about this. Yeah, I'm gonna. Oh, I'm going to have to call my lawyer. Anyway, <laughs> Bethany, standing by. She's the mouth from the South with the good, the bad, and the gossip. Yes, over here, let's look at the good. Melania Trump is trying to um, you know, calm down the speculation about why she has not been seen in public in near, nearly three weeks, actually. Uh, the First Lady tweeted that she is doing just fine. She is at the White House, rest assured. She's with her family, feeling great, working hard on behalf of children. Well, yeah, so I'm glad she's American doing so people. good. And she's looking fine, too, is all I'm saying. She is a beautiful first lady. She beautiful. She's Not my cup of tea. I mean, well, that's fine. I, and, and I don't care what side of the fence you are on, you know what I mean? But you can't, I mean... You can't look at Melania and say, wow, she's beautiful, stunning. Am I wrong? Well, as far as first ladies go, she's up there. She's one of the top. <laughs> Drew's more of an Eleanor Roosevelt kind Thank of guy. You, Drew. <laughs> yeah, Drew's like, I don't know. I do like that Eleanor Roosevelt's ankles. <laughs> <laughs> Those things keep on walking. Yeah. Right. Okay, let's go to the bad. Roseanne has been barred. Yeah. She's uh, continuing her tweeting. The apologies went late into the night, everybody. She said she's been fighting racism all her life. She blamed her, quote, stupid mistake on late night Ambien tweeting. And a side effect of Ambien is not uh, racism, by the way. Yeah, that's Uh, exactly what the people at Ambien said. Well, thanks for trying to take my credit for that wonderful joke, Drew. (laughs) Who does that? With you, and, and to Mads. be honest, Wait, J- Jimmy Kimmel's writer's gonna run on the stage and say something too. <laughs> hey, I wrote that, Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> Good lord, you better give me credit. Give me some credit. Go ahead. All right, so I, I wanted to continue this story just for a little bit because Roseanne's actually getting into it with a couple of her castmates now. Really, the guy that played I, I don't know what his name is. I mean, wouldn't you be mad? Your, pay, your paycheck is gone, DJ. Yeah. yeah, yeah, DJ. And then Sarah Gilbert has also chimed in and said, Listen, I mean, this isn't verbatim, but we don't believe in what she said. And you know, we're a cast, and, and you know, a lot of people have lost their jobs over this, so right, right. it's really sad. Fan day, you know, people need to fa- feed themselves and I mean, feed their kids. And again, yeah. you know, my wife and I loved. Roseanne. I mean, loved watching the show, but she just wasn't thinking. I right? She wasn't yeah, thinking. Right. It was a really stupid yep. thing to do. Yeah. So moving on to the gossip. Oh, this is gonna kill me. Rumor has it. Oh no, Andrew Lincoln is leaving The Walking Dead. This cannot Wait a be second. true. Is that the guy with the scruff? Is that is Rick? That's Rick. Rick. It's oh Rick. My God. It's he's over. Over. It's over. Uh, it's done. It's but, just the, no way. but the other guy, Daryl, right? He signed an extension. Yeah, well, no. Well, for twenty this, million this is, dollars. This is still a rumor. <laughs> Don't you make this true yet? So, now, since he's the lead on the show, Andrew Lincoln I'm talking about, yes, the producers have reportedly offered Norman Reedus, the guy that plays Daryl, a raise, plus the lead, just so he'll stay on. So this is... Keep us updated. Oh, it's going to kill me. That's the good, the bad, the gossip. That's the Fitz Files. Fitz happens. Live. Live. Every day, Fitz happens. This Fitz rocks. Is the Fitz Show. All right, y'all. Uh, snap what you see right now. Send it back to me. Welcome back to the show. Yeah. Welcome back to the show. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. It's Friday Eve, and there's Drew. He's back from his gallbladder surgery. Ladies and gentlemen, make some noise for a United States Marine over there. Woo! 
Uh, Marines n- never die during gallbladder surgery. That's right. All right. Tanner the Millennial, how you feeling today? Oh yeah, I feel like my gallbladder might erupt. Oh yeah, no, I'm not. It's not actually. I just feel a little crummy. I don't know why. Uh, very cool to uh, have Bethany the mouth from the south. Just you know, continuing to hang out with us and represent the ladies. How you doing? All right. All right. Hey, All right. I, if you don't mind, I want to get to this Roseanne stuff again. I mean, it's dominating wow. the news. Yeah, it is. Uh, in case you missed it, um, several Roseanne cast members have have reacted to the cancellation. Of the show again, Roseanne didn't get herself only get herself fired. Everyone connected with the show right now, out of work. Uh, several of them did actually quit themselves. Wanda Sykes was working as a writer, uh, as a consultant, and as a producer on the show. And as soon as she saw the tweet, she said, "I will not be returning." She actually tweeted that I will not be returning. Sarah Gilbert, who plays Darlene, also denounced Roseanne uh, before the show was canceled. And by the way, it was also running the show. She was acting as the showrunner. She was, oh, was also, while she was on it. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. She was also the person that was responsible for putting the cast back together wow. and really starting the spark back again. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's really responsible for getting yeah. the show back on the yeah. air. Sarah Gilbert said, "Roseanne's comments are abhorrent and do not reflect the beliefs of our cast and crew or anyone associated with our show. I'm disappointed in her actions, to say the least. This is incredibly sad and difficult for all of us." She says, "We've created a show that we believe in, we're proud of, and that audiences love. Ones that separate." Uh, us apart from uh, uh, everybody else and apart from the opinions and words of one cast member. So uh, now we're hearing some interesting information about how this cast and crew might be sticking together. Well, right. Or what? what what's multiple it saying? Multiple sources are saying that Lori Metcalf, who plays Jackie, that's, that's Roseanne's sister. Okay. And then John Goodman, who, of course, is, you know, Dan. And then Sarah Gilbert, Darlene. Uh, they're all supposedly open to talks of a Roseanne spinoff. Hmm. They're saying that it would possibly be called Jackie. Huh. Now, I, I wonder why they would choose Jackie as a central character. I think that Darlene is probably a yeah, better that's central what character. I was say. Why not Dar- just calling it Darlene? Yeah. Darlene, 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 Darlene. Uh, yeah, I just think right, right. now. Darlene. Why focus kind of, because she was. Jackie, Jackie was always was a, a peripheral character. character. No, but she, but but she was she played the opposite. Here, here's why I think they're choosing her because oh. she is opposite of what Roseanne what is. Okay. She's everything opposite Roseanne. I wonder if they're gonna something's gonna happen. The the writers or what kill off Roseanne or maybe have Jackie have an affair with Roseanne's husband. Oh no, oh, they wouldn't do that. No, they, no, they, 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 they might do something crazy. Oh, no, weird. Dan's no, too likable mm-hmm. for that. Yeah, I agree. either way, what do you think they're? Uh, Wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, what do you think they're going to do if they do do a spinoff? Well, they've with ki- killed off main characters before. They'll they just do it they again. Are, actually, they said that John Goodman. Yeah, right? they killed yeah. off Dan at one point, and they brought him back. <laughs> Maybe it was Roseanne who was always gone the whole time. I mean, I don't know. It's he getting... woke up from a dream, and his wife is gone. Who knows? Either way, it's just it was a dumb decision, and she's obviously suffering the consequences of that. The consequences of that decision she made. Yeah, it's a yeah. big thing to. There is freedom of speech, but you're not free. What? Of consequence. That's right. Of the consequences. All right. Welcome to the show. Stand by. The What Are You Kidding Me stories of the day on the way. Yeah. 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 Funky, funky. The Fit Show. And now. And now. The Fit Show's world famous What Are You Kidding Me stories of the day. Ladies and gentlemen, of course, I'm here standing by with the news that did not make the news. Shout out to all of my embedded, what are you kidding me, 
field correspondents who are sending me unbelievable what are you kidding me stories daily. So basically, if, if you see any stupid news, please send Hourly. it to me. Um, um, uh, minute by minute. Mm-hmm. Stupid news never stops. It, thank you. And I work hard on it. Mm-hmm. Oh, we know. All We've right. been around you outside the show, and you're always being the what are you kidding well, me Well, quit your jibba-jabba. Let me get to the news. <laughs> I'm going to take you out of Hawaii, ladies and gentlemen. Stupid's what got you there. The U.S. Geological Survey posted on Twitter that it's not safe for people in Hawaii to roast marshmallows over the scorching hot lava. What? The fact that they even have to do that. Yes. How many people are doing this? Well, I think many people are doing it, actually. And I think some people think it's one of those bucket list things. Hey, how cool would it be to be the person with the photo making s'mores over the volcano or yeah. whatever they're doing? How's that sulfury s'more taste? Oh, right. You yeah. know, I'm talking a lot of mess on these yeah. people, but I could see myself doing something stupid like that. Right. I'm. Uh, you know what? You said it, not me. Yeah. <laughs> I no. am. I am stupid. <laughs> Can we save that clip, please? (laughs) Let's go to page two. What? Are you kidding me? I'm going to take you out of South Africa. Nasty, nasty habit. A man in South Africa says he really, really wants to quit smoking. Been doing it since he was uh, uh, 14 years old. But at this point, he says he's not sure that he ever will because he's 114 years old. (laughs) Just a hundred years is all. It's not that bad. This reminds me of something your dad says all the time, Fitz. Well, quality of life. My dad, uh, Green Bray Bob, he's what, 71, 72 now? Something like that. He's really, this is, this is, this is sad. This is sick. He's been smoking since he was 13 years old. And he said, ah, quality of life. No, I'm not quite, yeah, really good. Quality of life. <laughs> yeah. I think he just spit up some quality of life on the porch there. I'm telling you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, there you go. <laughs> You got the, what are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. This is the Fit Show. Fit happens live. This is going to be epic. Let's do it. Now. Now back to the Fit Show. Fit happens. Live. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Ah, it's been a busy one today. Been a great show. Every, uh, P1s, thank you so much for checking us out. If you are not a P1, you need to be one. Tune us in, turn it up, and keep it on and set. This show is the number one button on your preset. Yep, you hear us talk about P1s all the time, and that's all it takes to belong to that exclusive club. Lock us in on that number one, that program one button, and you never take it off this show, and you just became a P1. My wife isn't here right now. She literally just walked out of the studio. She went to go grab some coffee, but while she's out, I just want to say I'm so thankful that she's been you know, coming in and jumping on the radio with us, representing the ladies and stuff. So just a quick shout-out to Bethany of the Mouth from the South. Plus, she's going to get us coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Double shout-out for that. Uh, while she's away... I'm going to bring something up that you guys kind of have, I don't know, you've got me fascinated. You got me curious, and oh, I bet you a lot of ladies are going to hate hearing this. I'm kind of interested in, like, you know, gaming right now, video games. You know, when I was a little kid, I loved it. I was addicted to it, right? But I never really got involved in video games because I, I felt that, man, once I got on, I'd be addicted. And I already feel like I spend too much time on my phone and iPad right now 
to add video games? Is that going to take like more time away from kids and family? No, because I think video games kind of replaces that phone time. You know what I'm what saying? What replaces your, your child? <laughs> oh, your phone time. Yeah, your phone time. Yeah, you and, can reset the video game. You can't reset the kid and yeah. screw them up. So instead of... Oh, spend- I really wish you could. <laughs> so instead of spending all that time looking at your memes and stuff like that, you'll spend more time... Looking at a different screen. No, I disagree. The games are dangerous. You can get roped in. When I play, I only play the types that are like role playing, where you you what? basically role playing. What's well, going? I, they're called 50 they're Shades called, of Grey. No, no, they're called RPGs, where it's yeah. like like Fallout. You play a character in it's this a future world, oh. and the, it's a story. It's like a novel. It, the story goes. Hundreds of hours potentially, and you can and you get to create your character and yes. all that stuff. You and got build, to build their environment. The you got to build their weapons. You got to build the character up. And see, you know, I, wa- I watch, you know, my son, uh, my, my teenager Cooper. He plays, you know, the Fortnite. He's got the PlayStation. I, he's screaming in his room all night long, and they're, they're, <laughs> I hear kids cussing him out through his headphones, and I'm like, oh my god. Um, but I'm, I'm just, oh, and also now. The the video games they're pretty much like playing movies. Aren't the graphics like so intense? Yeah, you just kind of mm-hmm. from the time that you played video games, I'm guessing it was like high school around that. Yeah, time. I mean like the, the days of Nintendo sixty four. Yeah. Oh my you know? oh, goodness, man! It's like day and night. Yeah, video no games look like movies now. Ladies, wherever you are, do you have a problem with your man being a gamer? Like, are you sick? Of your man gaming. I'd love to hear from you right now if, if, if that's the case. I, I think that ladies are like the fastest rising segment of gaming. No kidding. Like a lot, yeah. of, a lot of girls are getting into it big time. If you're a girl gamer and you, and, and, and you are encouraging this and you think it's a good thing I should try, I'd love to hear from you as well. I'd love to I, hear from you as well. I, I like that he waited until his wife was out of the room to bring this up. Right. <laughs> She'd say, well, no I, way, Buster. I'm concerned. I'm, I'm concerned that she's going to think that it's going to take away more time. I would love to teach you how to play modern video no, games. No, I'm sure you would. Yeah. You going to try to get my credit card and get those Microsoft points like my kid? Oh, no. I <laughs> racked that up on my own. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. Fitz Happens Live. All right. Welcome back. Now back to the Fit Show. It happens live. Everybody, what it is, what it is, how goes it? Welcome to Friday Eve. And if you have a moment today, please go to followfits.com. Uh, worked really, really hard on the website. Followfits.com. And you can check out the PAB, which is the podcast after the broadcast. Like, you can get the whole show. Yeah, straight up. It's one of the first things you see when you log on to followfits.com. You can listen to the condensed version of this show with all of us right there. And you can also, uh, from the website, you could submit, what are you kidding me, stories. Troop salutes. Troop salutes. What else? Battle rap. A bunch of really cool stuff. Go check it out. Anything you want to get to us, there's a, a... Field to fill it out in. You click on the little box and it'll walk you through it. Right. it just gives all the information. Uh, I need to bring up that um, somebody's, well, somebody would have been having a birthday today. They passed away. Uh, country singer Johnny Paycheck. You guys. Today's his birthday. Take this job and shove it. I ain't working here no more. But you know what? There's uh, First jobs don't often predict future careers. Oh, Definitely not. not. I mean, I remember I used to work at uh, uh, Herd's Hardware in Bowie, Texas, man, for my Uncle Gordon. My first job when I was 16 years old. What about you guys? My first uh, real job, like with a paycheck and everything, was a bag boy at the grocery store, okay. Larry's Market. My job was a cook at Little Caesars. I know why they fired you from that, too. Yeah, I deserve Don't it. Don't worry. I'm, yeah. my, I'm, I'm a vault. Uh-huh. 
I will be a vault for you. Although I'm really ashamed of you, I, I will be a vault. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. Have to plead the fifth on that. Anyway, <laughs> check it out. Uh, Chris Rock launched his career as a, a busboy at Red Lobster. Rapper Fifty Cent was a uh, well, he was a drug dealer in Queens, New York, for his first job. Well, that's I not should, too I different should, from his career. <laughs> I shouldn't have used used that one as an example. Um, Jim Carrey mopped floors as a security guard. Michael Dell from Dell Computer washed dishes at a Chinese restaurant, and President Donald Trump. Collected soda bottles for uh, deposit money. Wow. Of course, he had about $10 million in his account, yeah. though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was more of a hobby for him. <laughs> right. But you know what? Everybody's got to get the, you gotta, you got to get that dirt underneath your fingernails. I mean, literally the nobody, nobody starts at the top. Right? Every, every person you see who's really made yeah. it, who's, who's pulled themselves up, right. yeah. almost always started doing something really crappy. Yeah. So, so if you're in that, that job right now, maybe you're not digging it. Hey, it's going to get better. Yeah. You know? Also, you're employed, and that's a great thing. There you go. Yeah. The Fit Show. It happens live. All year. All year. All year. Everybody, what have we learned today? For Thursday, May 31stest. 31stest. Oh, my goodness. Wait, don't you know it's the 31stest? I mean, it's June tomorrow. Oh. Oh. Hey, but you know what? It's Friday tomorrow. That's right. Oh, that's right. It's your birthday month. That's right. June is my birthday month. And two of my boys, too. Oh, it's going to be crazy. So check it out, you guys. Here's what I learned from today. Oh, real quick. Wherever you are, let us know what you picked up from our show today. Okay? Love to hear from you. Here's what I picked up. I learned that... uh, the clothes that people hate the most right now are Speedos, leather pants, and the one that really got to me and just really, you know, hurt my heart, Crocs. Speedos, leather pants, and Crocs are the items of clothing people hate the most. Sounds like we hate European tourists. <laughs> I was going to say my wardrobe. <laughs> you are Some, the king of Crocs. My, my wardrobe when I'm in Europe. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you wear three at the same time. That's right, Tanner. All three of them. Same. All right. Okay. <laughs> We're going to work on that. Hey, what's up, Drew? What have we learned today? Well, that just worked for me because what I learned today is that Fitz is having some disturbing dreams about Tanner tying him up at work, and maybe we just heard why. That little exchange, that little uncomfortable exchange right there between yeah. the two of you. Well, it's because, remember, we, we, we've all sensed deception in Tanner. Yeah. And so we're trying to get him past. I've been placed in, on this deception path, and I don't know what I did, but you know, apparently saying, I did something. Sometimes you can just look at people and not trust them. <laughs> now I don't trust any of y'all. I'm looking over my shoulder. Tanner the Millennial, what have we learned today? Other than the fact that we don't trust you. <laughs> I learned that there might be a new Roseanne spinoff called Jackie. Wow, and that's Roseanne's sister, yeah, right? Roseanne's sister in the show. And, and yeah. we, we were suggesting that why not make the centralized character be Darlene? Yeah, I think it's a better character. Plus, now right. that she has kids, there's more to her. But again, she is the uh, Jackie is the opposite of Roseanne. Right. Mm-hmm. So we'll see if that works out. I also wanted to give a shout out to uh, my wife who's been you know coming in and being a mommy at the same time taking care of the house and coming in playing radio with us. I just really appreciate yeah, her, awesome. her for that. Thank you, Bethany the Mouth from the South. We'll see you tomorrow for the Friday show. I gotta go right now because my mom's here to pick me up. <laughs> <laughs> Think big! <laughs>
Because you're thinking anyway. <laughs> Who's better than you? Nobody! Oh, yeah. That's the end of today's professional broadcast of The Fit Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things fits and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfits.com.